Your Money Replay from Money FM 89.3. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. Young people under the age of 24 make up almost 50% of the world's population. Recognizing the need to engage the youth community, people between the ages of 13 and 24, and to give them a voice and empower them to make real change happen, Kids' Rights and International Children's Rights Foundation has launched the State of Youth. It is a global, borderless state you can access via Facebook and Instagram and a way to help drive innovative solutions that include the voices of children. I spoke with the man behind the initiative. He's founder and chair of the Kids' Rights Foundation. He's also founder of the International Children's Peace Prize. And he's also the Netherlands' first ombudsman for children. Now, I knew that Mark Dulat had been in New York for the UN General Assembly when teenage climate activist Greta Thunberg made headlines for her speech on climate change. So I had to ask Mark if Greta Thunberg was part of the state of youth. Greta is very enthusiastic about state of youth. Also like Emma Gonzalez from the March for Our Lives. So a lot of young people are joining from all over the world. In the first week, we already had reached 8 million youth. And we hope to have reached, by the end of October, uh, 60 million youth all over the world. Terrific. So you were in New York for the UN General Assembly when Greta spoke out. What were your thoughts upon hearing her? I think, of course, she has her own style. But the essence of what she said is that the youth is quite worried about their future. And I think that she put it quite clearly in front of all the world leaders. And that's also the essence of the state of youth. It's not only about the environment issue, but Mm. it's the fact that the youth has to bear the consequences of all the decisions being made by world leaders today. They have to bear the consequences to come in 20 or 30 years. And they just want to be heard. And they also want to participate because it's also, it's their future. In your opinion, Mark, what are some of the most pressing issues where children's opinions are missing in terms of representation in policy today? What is in fact that nearly half of the world's population is under 24 and they are not at the table. They're worried about a number of issues. First of all, of course, climate, as we discussed, but also issues like having access to quality education, having access to proper jobs, issues like gender equality, issues like poverty. So most issues where youth are worried about are aligned with the so-called sustainable development goals. So what we will do also with the state of youth, that every three months we launch a so-called preferendum. So then we ask youth around the world what their opinion is or what their possible solutions are for these pressing issues. So we just started our preferendum on the climate issue. It will be open mm-hmm. till the end of October at stateofyouth.org. And after three months, we will start with the issue of gender equality. And we can see now already that literally 
thousands and thousands of young people around the world are participating in this preferendum. The outcomes of these preferenda we will put forward to the world leaders to give the perspective of young people. How can a young person gain access to the state of youth? How can they get citizenship to the state? They can do the following. They can go to Instagram at state of youth. So you can enroll yourselves there. If you like to take part in such a preferendum or trainings or even participate in local community projects we are providing, they can go to the website stateofyouth.org. How are young people leading the development of this state? We have a youth board of nine persons representing all the regions in the world. And the state of youth is youth-led. So it's not only for youth, but also led by youth. So they have their own editorial team. In a couple of weeks' time, they will have their own newsroom. So they are very well organized and all the members participating are under 24. What do you say to critics who worry about platforms like this running the risk of using youth as a means of engineering resistance? How do we know that the opinions are really that of young people's, that is the young people that are writing their own thoughts or penning their own thoughts? This platform is non-political and non-religious. And the NGO Kids' Rights is only facilitating, as we do with the International Children's Peace Prize, facilitating forces and structures so that the youth can participate and do their own work. But, well, it's really youth-led and the youth members are on the steering wheel. As it is with the International Children's Peace Prize, it's above parties and each year we have nominees from all over the world and a call to nominations to 4,000 organizations all over the world. So the state of youth is really borderless, non-political, non-religious and steered by youth. How hopeful are you that the voices of children are going to be able to impact policy? Yeah, well, the interesting thing is that the government of Ireland already contacted us and they like to use the outcomes of the first referendum on climate on the 15th of November in their own so-called open parliament session in Dublin, where parliament members will discuss the solutions for the climate issue with youth from Ireland, what the best steps are to be taken. And they, they already will use the input of the referendum. So that's really nice. At this moment, uh, now the news is spreading about the state of youth, we already received a number of requests from other parliaments around the world to share uh, these results. So that's quite hopeful. What is your personal motivation and what drives you in these efforts, whether it is the Kids' Rights Foundation or the International Children's Prize? What was the spark that led to these movements? I was uh, the first ombudsman for Parliament's Ombudsman for Children in the Netherlands. Um, that's now some years ago. And I also chaired the network of ombudspersons uh, for 33 countries around uh, Europe. And during this period, I learned that youth is hardly heard and they can hardly participate. And I strongly believe that they have a very worthwhile perspective. And I also strongly believe that 
also, if we like to have a peaceful and constructive future, we should work intergenerational. So uh, as generations, we should work together. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so motivated to put all our efforts behind the International Children's Peace Prize who reached out last year, 1.2 billion people. That's why we're setting up the State of Youth. That's why also we ask other big youthments to join under the umbrella of the State of Youth to synergize all these forces of children and youth so that we can build on a participative and peaceful future. That's Marc Dulart, my guest today in Influence. He's founder and chair of the Kids' Rights Foundation, founder of the International Children's Peace Prize, and the man behind the initiative, the global borderless state of youth. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.